Well, Bobby, that trip to Rikers Island seemed to take uh, a little bit longer than I expected. Yeah, because uh, it's Christmas Eve, and Dave's definitely going to have that meter times two. Of course. It's absolutely freezing yeah. out here. and I've got a funny feeling, based on his recent behavioural report I received from Rikers Island in prison, Tom hasn't made his parole. Well, I hope so. Think again, as if you weren't doing a show without me. Bar humbug, mumsy lover. Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 84, The Christmas Carol, with me, George, and as always, joined by Bobby. Uh, just wait a minute, young man. I am back. Bobby Cratchit, Tiny George, you little scroungers. You've been living in this apartment of mine for free, heating bill, reach new levels, eating my food and drinking my drink. Humbug. You've let the lobby become a place of street urchins and beggars. Doesn't New York have a coal mine or something? Or even a, a GameStop they can work in? Peasants. Humbug. Uh, okay, well, I, I, I see the, the spell in Rikers has done wonders for your ego, Tom. Welcome back to the show. Uh, uh, this... I'm going to pour myself a drink. Okay, make it three. Uh so, yeah, as all, it's the Christmas special, episode 84, The Christmas Carol, with me, George, as always, joined by Bobby, Bob Cratchit, to my tiny George, and this <laughs> week joined by Tom McScrooge. How's it going? Good, good. Okay. I've been better. <laughs> um, I'm out on parole, uh, missing Big Rick, but he will keep the uh, the cell warm. I'm sure he will. So we'll give fans new and old a rundown of how things are going to go. So we've got the uh, news coming up, and in there is some Miyamoto-san Nintendo news. We've then got the feature where we're going to talk about games that remind you of Christmas that aren't Christmas games. And then, obviously, the big man screams down Fifth of Main. We pop his boot. We have a rifle through there, pick out a game and a VHS as we always do. And the show literally cannot begin until I ask you guys, oh, wait, hang on, it's Christmas. <laughs> so what is, he's reached into the bottom of his stocking and he's pulled out a lump of coal. Well, guess what, Odders? Grip tight to your fossilized wood, friend, as I ask Bobby and Tom, what have you been playing? Seeing as I'm a gentleman, I will go first. Um, well, I'll just break character now. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm just back for a Christmas special. It's good to see Bobby and George. Uh, I've been playing quite a lot since I've left the show. I've had a little more time for gaming and family stuff, but... Um, I played quite an interesting little game on the Switch not long after leaving the show called A Short Hike. Um, it's very DS-based graphics, and it's quite a short game uh, about progressing up a small mountain. You play like a bird-type character, and you 
upgrade your feathers, which increases your ability to climb and sort of fly, Breath of the Wild-esque in, in some regard. But it's a, it's a great little title. It's quite cheap. If you stuck for something to play over the Christmas break, um, you can do much worse than that. Other than that, I've thoroughly enjoyed the PS5 launch. I think it's been excellent. One of the best console launches <coughs> I've had, really, I think. The uh, Demon Souls have finished and completed that. It was not as hard as some of the other Souls games. Definitely not as hard as Sekiro, but really tough but enjoyable. Nonetheless, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, nice, short, really great little story. Um, probably not as far as as, um, as George through the uh, through the trophies as that. Astro Bot, great little game. My que- first question, ever question, may if I may interrupt you, sir. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. No, a question for from me about Miles Morales: the length of that game. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Feels like the right sort of length for a superhero game. Like PS4 Spider Man felt like it had so it was a good game. And me and Bobby mentioned uh, maybe an episode or two ago that it, it has got like the original Spider Man on PS4 stroke PS5 now has got like a mid game lull. Whereas Miles didn't give you any of that. If you wanted to mainline the story, I reckon eight hours and you've popped out the other side, maybe a bit more, 12. Well, but it I- didn't have as much and it feels like a much more compelling piece of game i certainly got more involved in the characters like the facial animations and the interactions between the characters was fantastic what was your thoughts on that yeah i was, I was a lot more impressed with the story than i thought it would be and i think that length you talk about is um something that i've heard sony or playstation studios are going to focus on a little more with maybe having shorter games sometimes the big blockbuster games that run to sort of 50, 60 hours can, as Bobby said before, have quite a big lull in the middle um, or, or in uh, sort of the closing sections of the game. It feels like you just want to get there. They they are very different media format to movies. So you kind of feel obliged to do side quests and obliged to do random encounters and so forth sometimes that puts me off a game like uh, really like the look of Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, I might pick it up but um, again a, a massive game um, and just I think there there is some future in these shorter more movie-esque style deliveries of, of scripts especially as you said with the superhero uh, style of Spider-Man it's um, it's quite a good one to, to try it with but um, yeah, other than the PS5 and a, a few little Switch games, uh, that's about it. Do you I'd think, say, still, I'm on the Spider-Man train, I won't get off it just yet. Do you think yeah. that the inevitable Spider-Man 2 is something that should be left to rest for quite some time? Because I don't know I if I... think it's going to take some time. Yeah, but I don't know if... As I was playing Miles, it's been two years since we played Spider-Man, I think it is, originally. I was thinking, kind of like, really just feel like we've done all this before. And I'm wondering if the inevitable Spider-Man 2 that properly uses PS5's hardware and all that other good stuff, I mean, yeah, we'll want it, of course we will, but will it be a bit, will it feel a bit lazy at that point? Will it feel a bit humdrum? And it does have the, it does have the danger of that. Um, I I loved Arkham Knight. Um, 
but I think to some people it felt as as though it was a bit more of the same and I think Spider-Man runs at risk but when the same is that good I think that's fine I think it'll be a great game I think the the time it's going to take for it to come out is we're going to be ready for it when it comes so that's my thoughts on that um let's hand over to Bobby what you've been playing mate yeah Bobby uh pretty much just Assassin's Creed Valhalla so I'm at the 120 hour mark Wow, ridiculous. Okay. Uh, I max power level, so I'm at mastery level now. And what I would just... you? Sorry. No, no, it's okay. What would you think would would roughly be a just a sort of straight through campaign only run in hours, Bobby? Just for my interest of maybe picking it up. How long do you think it'd be just to main the story? I would. I maybe maybe fifty sixty. Mm. Okay, that would because, be my thoughts. Because I'm yeah. at, nice. according to the what you call it, the staff of the game, I'm at sixty-five percent yeah. story level, so I don't have much left really. So if I just continue that, see, that's the thing. I did all the collectibles; everything is already done. But I'm just going to the story, so now I feel like it's picking up more pace. Because how I play these games, I just can't help myself. If I see a question mark, I have to go over there. So if I, if I just focus more on the main story. I think maybe 50, 60 hours you could do it for sure. Cool. But I've just been playing this nonstop. I'm almost done. I think I'll be done by maybe next next week or something. Play nice. something else. So I mean, so far I'm enjoying it. Um, it did get a little bit better for me, but I still don't think it's as good as as, as Odyssey. I think that's that's my favorite of this of the newer trilogy. But it's 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 not bad at all. There's been a little bit of glitches, but nothing nothing too crazy. And they did a big update, so they have the Yule Festival now, which I think is pretty cool for the for the holiday season. Oh uh, yeah, I did see that. Update, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty nothing. Oh my god, I have to play the Yule. It's just a couple little mini stories, mm-hmm. and you know, you guys, uh, the Huntsman armor. They did a little, uh, like an alternate looking armor you can collect in the Yule, and you only have till nice. this, uh, January seventh to pick it up. So I um, I love the. I love the fact that um, our home village, well, my home village was actually in the game, which yeah. uh, George told me about, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, that's, that does pique my interest, that game. I think you should, uh, well, well, your home village just, and, just and another, the recreation quick... of Lincoln itself is, although it's a little bit sort of 25% scale of everything, mm-hmm. I think, and a lot of it's yeah. sort of muddied up to you know it does feel a little bit i don't want to go full of story in on you but it does feel a little bit mickey mouse in places but to be fair they're from what canada and they're yeah mm-hmm. you know they're not dialing it in for want of a better word they've done their research that yeah childhood village of yours tom is obviously ancaster or ancastre or whatever they call it in there yeah and to well to us nowadays you could drive through it in 30 seconds and be like well really was that actually need to be in the game but what people yeah. don't realise is it was a massive Roman for, uh, settlement at the time. And yeah. they even had um, chariot races in the hollow there. It was a full-on... Oh, wow. Yeah, it was in real life, it was a full-on big settlement. So in a way, they haven't dialed it in because they followed the Ermine Road down, which is like a main spine of the UK, the Roman A1. And, it, and the A1 does actually sort of cross over these old Roman roads, which is our sort of... or a big highway as you would call it in in this in the uk we call them motorways 
And this was like the first stop off after Lincoln and, and to get it in, in its size with the walls, because the, it did have walls at the time uh, and all that other stuff. They've done, they've done a, a real good job. Of- because like, it's similar to like uh, Odyssey where my girlfriend's town, where her father's from, her parents or her family from Greeks from, from Greece. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Called, it's called Ayo. And yeah. it's actually in the game. Obviously, like you said, much, much smaller. Oh, but nice. it was a huge significant as far as the Spartan and Athenian war. It was a big hub for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now it's just a small town. You would go through it, like you said, in what, 20 minutes and be done with it. But yeah. it's yeah. pretty much a small little beach town, but they have it in there. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. You know, like they, like Manhattan, even for me, like you see stuff in, in a video game Manhattan. It's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. So if, imagine seeing it back like you guys. I, I get the same impression. Well, cool I think even um, Assassin's Creed 3, when you end up going to New York, it's it's not quite the right era to be gangs of New York era. Yeah. It's like three or 400 yeah. years before or, you know, 200 years before. I think, no, when was it? Maybe 50, 60 years before. Yeah. Um, but Assassin's Creed, three does an absolutely cracking job of I thought so too you know, committing to what would have been pre sort of boom New York so to speak it's it's fantastic mm-hmm. realisation of it and I thought Boston when that game first opened it was another amazing, week where honestly. we talk about Assassin's Creed 3 but fantastic they, you have to say considering that they're normally banging these games out on a yearly basis I don't know how they get the attention to detail. And yeah, I don't quite good, know how they incredible. managed to get a game out in such a short period of time. Fantastic. Um, another, another quick question for Bobby. Uh, did you pick up Demon's Souls at, on PS5 launch or do you intend to get it? I know you're a fan of Sekiro and quite a sort of skilled platinum gamer. So I'm just curious if you're going to be picking that up. Yeah, I'm going to get Ajax Hannah. So hopefully he yeah, I got a, I got a... He, like the milkman and yeah. Stingray. He always <laughs> delivers. I asked Tom. for uh, Demon Souls, Mothra and Spider-Man, Cyberpunk, and... Good choice. Oh, um, Phoenix, Mortal. Oh, yeah, that, that does yeah, look yeah. quite good. Yeah, It's pretty oh, much like think. Assassin's Creed mixed with Breath of the Wild. I mean, almost to the point yeah. where it could be copyright infringement. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've seen some... Uh, Even the mountain climbing... Of- has a yeah. little uh, meter. That's kind of crazy. And there was like an ability where it's a bit like the the stasis ability mm-hmm. on Breath of the Wild, um, which looks very similar. But yeah, um, what do they say? Sort of com about compliments. Oh, George, yeah. George will know the same. It's yeah. a serious form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah. the one. That's, that's it. Yeah. One. Anyway, George. Well, I don't want to labour too much here because we've got an awful chunky show to get through, but I have dropped every other game in my rotation because I've fallen deeply in love with Cyberpunk. And I I implore everybody to play it. I mean, for me, it kind of feels more special that other people aren't playing it because they're waiting for patches and updates and having problems with it because I touch wood so far to this point haven't really had anything like yeah maybe every once in a while it crashes to the dashboard and i'm like oh crikey but with the ps5 the way it is the ssd just sips along and i'm back in the game in 30 seconds so i'm i'm laughing and some of the emotional journeys that i've I said to bobby um outside of the show we have a little message with each other like when i first i've only recently this year decided to install witcher 3 and i'll be honest with you i was like this is a 
absolutely janky mess. I'm, I don't think this is very good at all. But now that I've persevered with cyberpunk and had some really, really emotionally heartwarming side stories, I'm not even talking the main story, which has been delivered with significant aplomb and style. I'm just talking the side stories that you go on in this techno future world where really anything's okay and anything's possible. I've just been agog. I can't get enough of it. And I, you know how I like living a, you know, recently I decided I was going to play through Grand Theft Auto 4 again. Mm-hmm. I, I role played in the city and I lived in the city and I loved it. And I, I just gently chewed through it. I'm very much gently chewing through cyberpunk. Maybe that's why I'm not having these issues because I'm not tearing around like a, in a stolen car, like a madman. I'm gently going from story to story. I'm playing it more like a, a futuristic private eye, so to speak. And some of the stories that you get employed in have you almost in that guise of like a futuristic private eye. And, you know, the level. This of- is the man. Who, if there was indicators on the cars, you would use them? You? I would use them to indicate <laughs> change of lanes. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. And I travel around in the flow of the traffic. If I'm on a bike, I'll whip through the traffic and I'll press on. And yeah, I can see why that would cause people some issues with the streaming through from the hard drive of the data, because I think that's presenting itself to be one of the biggest issues. Obviously, the newer consoles can pull stuff off the SSD super quickly, but the old school machines can't spool the data off the hard drive and put it on the screen in enough time. So one would imagine that's probably where it's it, it starts to fall down. And I'm only talking the sort of crashes to dashboard that players have been experiencing. I don't know. I know that they've experienced that on PlayStation 4. I know that I've experienced it on PlayStation 5. But the only visual glitch I've seen, bar the the odd thing that you would normally see in an open-world game, even a Rockstar one, has been um, Jackie from the start not sitting in a seat, sitting six foot forward from the seat and sort of levitating in the area of the seat while giving me a lecture about something. It was like, oh, that's a bit of a shame. That's a bit game-breaking. But other than that, I haven't seen a hiccup bar these and and to be honest with you it makes it i was talking to someone on twitter just today and he was saying i love the fact that no one else is playing this game because it makes it feel like it's my experience and there's a lot to be said about you find a game to yourself and you're playing it and no one else is talking about it and no one else is experiencing it and it feels more personal to you like it's your Mm -hmm. little like before we had the internet and social media I'm sure I, like millions of other people, were playing Ocarina of Time in the winter of 1998, as an example, I think it was. But because nobody else I knew was playing it, and we didn't have social media where someone was like, oh, I'm playing Ocarina of Time on Twitter, blah, 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 hashtag Zelda, and all that drivel. It felt really personal, (laughs) and it felt like the world was mine, and it felt like the journey was that more significant because it was actually happening to me and not mm-hmm. other people and every time i turn I mean, my phone on i'm not seeing a 30 second clip of someone sort of doing a spinny sword attack off the top of the deku tree or trying to glitch through the wall or showing me how the camera zooms through this game's glitch ridden look how the camera zooms through link's butt as he crawls through a tunnel like <laughs> yeah so what? I, think, I think there's um there's a lot of oversaturation with with every form of media now just through Social media platforms, YouTube, Instagram, etc., Twitter, podcasts, podcasts, yeah, filthy. I mean, podcasts. We're, 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 we're all we're all guilty of looking at this. It's because we can't help ourselves. But the, there has been a little bit of the magic lost in that. But um, I think there's also 
some of these cyberpunk videos are definitely done to just get the likes and subscriptions to just jump on that bandwagon of, of yeah. hate. hundred percent. It's like if they'd have delayed it, they'd have got lambasted even more and they've brought it out and it's not quite finished on the, you can tell it's not quite finished on the base consoles from what I've seen. Um, and maybe shouldn't have been released at all on there, but again, what are they meant to do? Um, and as George said, I think there's probably a very, very good game under underneath the problems. So um, one of the best just... sort of, because one of the thing that I quite like about it as well is it's all happening in first person as well. So the narrative really feels, you know, I play in a darkened room. <clears throat> the graphic enhancers, me and Tom would call it on like a small LED lamp behind mm-hmm. the TV just to stop your eyes from aching. And I've got the surround sound on and I fully absorb and I'm playing it. Yeah, you know, obviously you only get to play it in first person mode. And I'm walking around and looking at things and zooming in, and then zooming, zooming again with my optics and looking at the different brands and the people's clothes. And you know, <clears throat> I'm not going to reveal the names of the people because it would kind of taint your um, idea of it going in. But there's a couple of ladies that you meet, and one that you can go on a love interest with. If you were a female V, you could go on a love interest with the other one, and you know, by the end of it, once that side story had played out, I was like, wow, I feel bizarrely really connected to these people. Like one of them ends up being your friend. One of them ends up being your sort of lover stroke friend. And you just think, oh, you know, I, and and the best thing is I didn't see it coming, but it's played with such style. Normally in a video game like GTA, you pull up, you bid the horn and they get in your car and the car rocks or hot coffee, or it's normally played for guys to get kicks out of or whatever but it was played i felt anyway i'm sure someone could probably send me a message and say george you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) but for me from a video game point of view it was played with such style and maturity that it actually felt super believable the way they were and the way they kind of knocked your come off back or sort of brought them on a little bit and then knocked them down and then the next mission there was a little bit more sort of gentle teasing between you and other bits and bobs and the way your friendships develop with other characters as you earn their trust it feels insanely believable not in a video game like oh thank you for delivering me parcel b that i asked you to go half the map across for now we are friends plus one friend meter boost it's not that it's like oh you know thanks for having my back back there and it's oh crikey you know that that felt way more to me than plus five boost because I did a mission that involved killing people 400 kilometers away that I didn't even have any involvement with. It's, it's, you know, and that's why I've been, maybe I've been getting a little bit more involved when I see people, oh, it's, it's glitchy. It's like, oh, just forgive someone's phone holding in thin air as they walk down the street and leave it hovering in the air. Forget that. Okay. Look past that because that, mm-hmm doesn't matter because if you turn around the game's unloaded the asset is gone if you're going to get hung up and record that do a video about that fair play to you but continue down the road and continue the story and keep talking to the characters and keep learning more and let the story evolve and and kudos to keanu reeves i've heard them say he's a bit he's a bit wooden i think it's his first proper video game um but considering it's his first video game acting role it's fantastic. He, he does a great job. The way he appears and he's almost like the narrative, he moves it along or he, he sometimes in the side stories are really 
difficult choice comes up and he he glitches in and he's like, so what do you think you're going to do about that? Because I'll tell you what I'd do. But he's a, he's a rocker, you see, so he's a little bit fast and loose. So then I'm thinking, well, I know you're saying that, but you're a bit of a you're a bit of a badass, aren't you, Johnny Silverhand? So maybe I wouldn't do it that way. And he's like, well, if you do it that way, then you know you're a bit of a fanny, aren't you? Like, oh, and then the quandaries come in. So fantastic, fantastic. I did say to you last week I'd try uh, Enter the Matrix to see how well the visuals have changed and how Keanu hang, uh, hands uh, sort of has transitioned mm-hmm. between some previous video games that he might have been involved in. I remember my brother getting that on the GameCube uh, what, for his birthday what? one year. Time. I tell you one thing. Time has not been kind <laughs> to the Matrix. <laughs> oh, just yeah. before I, uh, just before we move on uh, to the next section, I think people forget Skyrim, GTA 5, GTA 4, um, Fallout, three, four, whichever, when they came out, yeah, 76, they've all been very buggy and glitchy. I think it does seem very harsh, the hate on this. I mean, yeah. I think it's the last thing to come along and trip over in a world that's populated a lot more. The world's changed in the last, well, it's definitely changed a lot in the last 12 months. I've been watching it, changed a lot in the last 24 months. And I think people's, uh, it's uh, if you slip up once, I think if Bethesda had released the game now, they would be getting absolutely s- people would be wanting them shut down. You know, I just don't think they could pull it off. And I, I should have yeah. thought, well, it's probably good that Microsoft bought them because there's going to be a hell of a lot of extra resource there. Because I think mm-hmm. I checked the other day, Bethesda's only got well as of 2018, it's got 400 members of staff, and I was interested to see how many members of staff CD Projekt Red Hat. And I, I was agog to learn, although they filed reports more recently to suggest they've got 1,100 employees. So I, I should imagine the Cedars caught up, but considering they were putting out games of that size with 400 employees, and we as rabid consumers of products were like, oh, "That's not good enough." It's you know, even to this day, PS3 Oblivion is broken, and they never patched it once. No. A, a t- tiny George, I, I'm feeling tired. I'm going to have a little nap. Okay. I think that's time to move. Just just, just, just took me in, please. Thank you. Good night. As Tom drifts off, we enter his dream state. It's time for the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the news. Uh, well, because it, it's Tom's dream, I'm making mistakes because this is what happens, you see, because that makes him feel better. It's, it's, we've scoured the very darkest region of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, the ghost of Christmas present. Tommy, 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 you thought what, was, what, what, what do you want? You, you thought it was cool taking all those pre-orders from those kids? Uh, I, I, I never did such a thing. Oh, you I sure? Don't remember. I think I saw you, Tommy uh, Boy. Uh, well, I, I didn't mean to. I thought I could make a quick buck on eBay. You can't be doing that in the mean streets of New York, bro. Oh, uh, um, um, uh, yes, I, I, I regret. And, I, and I saw you break into the lobby. Of that building, you take that PS5, and I saw you watching uh, um, in the corner. Uh, 
yes well it was for my nephew um yes yes we this cannot get out parole hearing it mustn't get out so to help your nephew you deprive some other person's nephew from a brand new ps5 well how does that feel tom uh, terrible 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 how do you feel tom uh, i must call my solicitor knowing that your nephew has fake joy from someone else's playstation 5 uh yes bro it's, it's a very, it, it is a new low for me Mm-mm. that's not good we have to make it up how are you gonna make this better uh yes i i, I will return the ps5 <laughs> Uh, and and the media remote, which I also took for myself, mm. so I can watch Disney Plus. Yeah, and how are you paying for that Disney Plus? Uh, I don't think it's your monthly payment. I think you. Uh, yes, uh, I I freeload many user accounts on Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, Dave, ITV. Tom, look in the mirror, bro. What is going on? I'm a mess. Clearly. A mess. You can't be doing this no more, bro. Shadow of my former self. Despicable. Well, Ghost, you have shown me the error of my ways. I will return the PS5 in the morning. Christmas morning. Tom, Tom, wake up, fella. <coughs> You've drifted <coughs> off oh, right in the middle of the news. I've- I had a worse dream. Bobby was a ghost and just, it was awful. Well, we've yeah. no doubt in your dream to boost your ego, you had me slip up the intro to the news, but we've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, Bobby, you're in the chair. Why don't you take this one, friend? Keep walking, Mario. Although Nintendo made it clear that no game content will be featured in its latest direct presentation, there was some new stuff revealed on behalf of the development team by the creator of Super Mario, Sigiri Miyamoto. I probably read that wrong, but that's okay. So One of these fast. items was was a toy called Tokito Mario, and it'll be an exclusive to Super Mario World. Uh, Mario's dad briefly elaborated on this item during the 15-minute live stream and noted how the team enjoyed making items like this alongside its regular video game releases. There's some exclusive Super Mario merchandise that can only be purchased here. I'd like to show you one of these items, a special toy that, that Nintendo developed, uh, team created. Here it is. It's called Tokito Mario. Mario starts walking around when you push him along like this. No batteries are required. The development team paid close attention to his movesets as they produced it. In addition to video games, the development team has really been enjoying making real-life items like this. We hope you like it. So yeah, in case you're wondering, that's what Nintendo's development team has been up to as of late. They've been making new Mario toys for Super Mario World. In fact, there'll be two types as shown in Nintendo's Japanese website. So I I owe you an apology there, Bob, because I didn't put speech marks in because that was a bit of Shigeru Miyamoto's actual ramble, but you, you read it with style. I'm sure Tom's got an opinion on this because he's got a switch that's going oh, rotten in his sock drawer. And they've been busy making toys for the Super Nintendo version of Disneyland. Is but that, this is, is that this, acceptable? This is, a bit like, this is a bit like when you leave some of your employees to 
to crack on with some work and you come back and they've made like a paper aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is what you've been working on. Mm-hmm. Where, where are the games? It's, it's a very strange choice and I get it's probably a big deal. It's not going to be an easy year for them to launch it next year uh, for a theme park uh, in any country. I think Japan are better off than a lot of the world with the um, current situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I just feel like it's been a bit of a disappointing year for them in some ways. I know there's a lot of Animal Crossing fans who are well chuffed with that and it, it by all accounts it's a great game but I'm just ready for some some sort of uh, some decent Mario's older Metroid, some of the older uh, franchises, um, anything really. Try try something new. Yeah. Well, that's what back, I don't understand. Bring, bring. They've got video game developers, the development team, the lead development team from Nintendo. They've said, yeah. oh, I'll tell you what, take some time off, go make a, go design, use your engineering now, go design a toy. Okay, that goes with a Happy Meal mm-hmm. that we're going to give away at Super Mario I th- I th- Land. I think the toy looks great, and I did actually watch some of the uh, features of the park, the way you can interact with stuff, and I think it's it's really cool. Um, the, but why don't they great... say to them, i tell you what, as a side mission, why don't you go off and create a new franchise, a new game? What do you want to do? Because you guys got to be draw- bored, silly, of drawing yeah. 2D Mario games. Why not go yeah. off and make a mature IP? Why not go off and waken up Kid Icarus? Why not go off and wake up this other franchise? I think, I think, the, mature IP, I think the mature IP is never, it's not going to be ever what we want. Uh, adult Nintendo fan here is like, yeah, I'd love them to do that, but it's not going to happen. Their, their core audience is always going to be younger generation um and it's a clever business model like you 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 recruit the next generation mm-hmm. and and then they play and become fans as they get older as, as we did um the, the the toy is very cool I, I i think that looks great um i'm really looking forward to see what they do with uh this Zelda anniversary in 2021 i think it's the 35th anniversary um but yeah the, the switch for me is very much as older machine i enjoy smash bros and i really love mario odyssey but they're the three games i kept mm-hmm. from a massive uh, i i got quite a lot of games for it in the end and i did have to trade a lot of them to afford the ps5 but i've kept those three odyssey breath of the wild and smash bros because i feel like they're the the core three i'll play i've got some digital ones on there but yeah, a strange choice for them. Hopefully, it's a, a busier year for them. Microsoft and PlayStation seem to have like launched two, two new consoles uh, and numerous new games in the year of the pandemic, and, and Nintendo have just kind of gone off the radar a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be be interesting to see what 2021 holds for them. What do you reckon, Bobby? Are you happy that you've got a Toka Toka? Or are you disappointed that you've not got a new Mario Mario? Um, no, I don't really care about it. That was, you know, doesn't do anything for me. I just wish they, like they, you know, like like Tom said, make something new. Or even if you had to rebuild the original Zelda from the ground up with newer graphics, people will still buy it. That's all they seem to do now is put, make make, make old things new. Or make a new Mario in another world. Yeah, that's all they seem to do. It's, nothing has changed for Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, if they don't have a Metroid, they can make another Metroid. They definitely could. Even some of their older games, like Balloon Fight, 
imagine that with like a you know six player wild co-op game would be i think it'd be great yeah but absolutely they just, they just don't want to do anything like that so nintendo's nintendo's basically the mike tyson right they're they're, they're always going to be ahead but only they can beat themselves so until they stumble in sales or fail within themselves they'll continue doing the same thing over and over because they're still winning Mm. I definitely feel like the technology of the Switch is, is going to be a, a big problem for them going into 2021. Huge. It's it, it's it's lagging behind massively now, thanks to the next generation consoles. So I think we'll probably see a, an upgraded Switch. Uh, it's it's still a great little machine, especially for um, for a hand. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it is a handheld now because when you stack it up, when you've just come off the PS5 or your Xbox Series X or S, you're going to look at the frame rates and and even if you're not into all that techno jargon, you're going to really think, God, this does not look great on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, interesting year coming up for them. Hmm. Next bit of news, Tom? Auntie's got a gift for Uncle Bill. The massive cross-selection of Xbox and EastEnders fans out there can now rejoice as BBC iPlayer is finally now available for Xbox Series X and S. As spotted by The Verge's senior editor, Tom Warren, the app can now be downloaded and used just in time for Christmas. So you can uh, watch yourself, watching yourself, watching yourself, Tom, from yourself with your iPlayer. Um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite with the BBC. Like They push a certain agenda, definitely, but they've made some good programmes over the years. Um, so I'd be keen to get that for the PS5 when it eventually comes their best years are behind them Uh, Ghost of Christmas Past just in time for the holidays Ghost of Tsushima is enticing players with some superb looking armour sets based on some of PlayStation's most popular properties there are four new outfits to unlock in the game's Legends multiplayer mode one for each character class They've got God of War armor for the Samurai role, Horizon Zero Dawn armor for the Hunter role, Shadow of the Colossus armor for the Assassin, Bloodborne armor for the Ronin. You can unlock each set by completing any story or survival mission with the corresponding character class. Take note, however, these armor sets will only be up for grabs until the 15th of January 2021. So pull your finger out your backside. Question to you two. And to our dear listeners, and they can let us know through the Discord or the socials or whatever way they want to interact. Tom tried to pull me down the route, and I said, no, friend. No, it's not happening. But the multiplayer Legends mode of Ghost of Tsushima, have you had any experience with it? No, I have no one that I know that that plays it. Mm. Tom? Uh, Yeah, me and my uh, friend of mine, I've enjoyed it on the PS on the last sort of days of the PS4. Uh, we didn't get sort of high enough level to do the raid, which is like the the bigger sort of mission. I think it's great. It's not as good as the main campaign, obviously, but as a as a multiplayer game, it, I think you'd really enjoy that. It's it's not like bad experiences we've had where people, like grief has come on Red Dead and and stuff like that, ruining the game. A lot of the time, you're against the CPU characters. Um, well, that, that was because that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Was that whole guy invading our camp in Red Dead when we were trying to realistically feel like prospectors mm-hmm. living on the edge of society, and you know we were like bounty hunters, we would like role playing ourselves. We, you know, we'd gone full in, and then some that's, guy, that's you do. 
decides yeah. he wants to prove to us that he's the greatest fist fighter in the whole mm-hmm. of Red Dead and then sort of infiltrates our camp and won't let me or you leave. And it was I was just like, Do you know what? This is everything that's wrong with this. I I I I I I, I hate on <laughs> I just don't understand you know, just make private sessions. Yeah, I think more games should do that. I, I know Red Dead has got that passive mode now. Um but yeah, as for Ghost, it's it's a great multiplayer. Uh, considering it was all free and added on, that is a game that keeps on giving. That mm-hmm. is my game of the year. I think Last of Us 2 was very good, but I think Ghost Ooh. just pips it. Um, but, I would try it yeah. with you guys. Do it together, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, before we, before we shuffle off the news, Tom's just announced his game of the year. Bobby, what's your game of the year to this point? Ghost of the Shim. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a strong game. I mean, of all the games I've played, that's that's one of the games I've played. Right? I I'm, haven't played anything else. So, I'm I'm on the rocks between. I thoroughly enjoyed Ghosts, and I can't use the word thoroughly enjoyed Last of Us in the way that Last of Us Part Two because it wasn't thoroughly enjoyable because it was. I don't think it was because of the emotional journey you went on with it. And I'm not one to say I, we've done an episode on this. The controversies examined, but it made you feel uncomfortable because it was designed to make you feel uncomfortable. And I actually think that the journey that last of us part two took you on, especially by the end of it, where I felt myself supporting a character that many wouldn't even continue playing after the first 20 minutes of the game. Um, it had a certain eloquence to it that I thought was really good. Ghost was great. And I think the, just about the 70% way through Mark, I was getting a little bit wanting to see it done. Um, whereas Last of Us, maybe less so, but it's a little bit formulaic yeah. and story driven. So if I had to pick, I don't know what I'd pick. Um, Why doesn't Bobby ask you next week when you've played more Cyberpunk? Because I feel that might be in with a shout. If I you. was to throw my... if. I have ruled that out of being contention because okay, I just right. don't. It's late release because it's a late release. But mm-hmm. if it what if it was if someone was to say to me, George, no, you know, and that could be you or Bobby, I don't know, or yeah, Tom or Bobby telling me, no, it's fine. Based on what I've played so far, I would say it's a real strong contender between those three for me. Based on the emotional involvement, I you know I'm probably not more into the I'm probably less into the gameplay tropes than you two are. You know you like the rewarding controls and and all that other good stuff, and I, I like a damn good story. And so far, the journey I've been on has been just damn good. So yeah, I'd throw that in the mix. It's it's a tough call. We've had some good games this year. Yeah. Um, Demon Demon Souls is very close for me. I think when I turned that on for the first time, um, it was, did or did feel like a next gen leap in terms of, of graphics. It plays obviously like a souls game very much. So, but um, yeah, that that's up there. But yeah, I think ghost is, is number one for me. Okay. And number one for Bobby. Yeah, um, well, next week we'll maybe decide and we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll air our views of, uh, accordingly. I yeah, might have how- uh, because how I did mine was not necessarily released in 2020, but the games you played in 2020. 
Yeah. And, that and that really changes things now because if you haven't played a game that was loved two years ago, does it hold up to something that came out, you know, in this year or whatever year it is? Mm. So that's how I like to do it. That's just me, though. But for oh, me, if, I, if it's games you know, I've played, then it's Assassin's Creed 3. But I don't think I could have any validity as a podcaster if I claim that <laughs> 2020's game of the year was Assassin's Creed 3. Hey, listen, it's your opinion, bro. If that's how you feel, then. Or in retrospect, I was having a I was having a moment the other day this week actually. I was thinking. The longer I've left between finishing playing it and now, the more I've grown to respect Assassin's Creed Unity. Really? Mm, definitely. Definitely. Um, I'm Tiny George. Your talk of Assassin's Creed makes me very sleepy. Okay, well, you, you get your head down while I do the outro. So do you have an opinion or take on the news that we missed? If so, Bobby, how would the collected masses get in contact with us and say, why is Tom only on for one show? That sniveling rat dog. I wish he was around all the time. This is obviously his dream right now. They wish that he was paid in gold. In fact, why not fill his bank account with gold and love letters from his fans? If they want to do that, Bobby... And, and cry for my execution <laughs> atop a hill, how would they get in contact with us? They can hit us up on uh, Twitter or slide to the DM on Instagram, or they can contact us on the uh, official email at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. And if you really feel like you're in a mood to chat with us, you can just hit up us on the Discord. Wonderful. Now, before we Steve, head into Steve the McQueen. feature... I'm not tumbling out of here. It's time for. It's time for me to. 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 We had a dream, friend. We were podcasters. We were going to take over the world, but your criminal misgivings have unfortunately let me down. Thank goodness for Bobby. He's the sort of good person you could only aspire to be, well, sniffing a little rat-faced dog. I, I became lost in... I, I had followers on Instagram, Twitter, Tinder. Must have had 200 plus. And you just wouldn't let me live the life let me it's tell you one thing let enough. me tell you one thing 199 of those accounts were mumsy trying to rest you, you, lie. you lie the other one was me because for god knows what reason as a ghost of christmas past i felt pity for you and i swiped left when i should have swiped right friend and now, because you couldn't keep I, your I, fingers I to yourself, I enjoy being catfished. I I didn't want to be catfished. I I turned up, nobody there. Because you couldn't clean your own flat, you got yourself an illegally imported maid, Paulina. You've not even thought for a second. May she about... rest in peace. Oh, she's dead, is she? Fantastic. Of course. That's I probably one of the reasons why day. you're in Rikers Island, friend. Now I'm glad that you found love in the arms of Big Rick, but you need to start spreading that love outside of that cell, outside of that six by six box. You need to show some love. You need to show some love to Bobby. You need to show some. I 
Don't those, have any love. To those children they that you stole the console pits. from. That's not what you were thinking, listener. He only stole their consoles. He didn't steal their Down, down the pit for them. Beams made of balsa wood, not oak. You, What lessons are you going to learn from this? Well, I suppose being a Z-list celebrity is not the way forward. It's not the way forward. It's not the I, way forward. I think... Um, People love the real you. But, but... The persona, George, the persona. Leave the persona. It, 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 it brought in the, the big money. It's Christmas time. It's time to let go of all that. It's time to gather around. Time for taking. It's not the time for taking, okay? It's the time. Well, this is not your honeymoon night in Rikers Island. It's the time. (laughs) Yes, enough of that now. Well, Tom, wake up. For God's sake, the ego show is over. What's wrong with you? Um, I'm fine. I just keep falling asleep. Sleep. I know it's, it's the most um, riveting podcast Christmas it's, it's, stuff you've ever it's, been it's, to, it's, but why do you keep falling asleep? It, too much Santoria thing. I think prison life is exhausting for you. Maintaining it a relationship is. in many is ways in many it ways. Is. Well, many it's ways. time for the feature Xmas games that remind you of Xmas game. The X. <laughs> Tom will still be asleep <laughs> because I'm making mistakes again. <laughs> Xmas games that remind you of Christmas that aren't festive. I threw myself off because I, for some reason, even though I hate the word Xmas, I've written it in the script. So it's Christmas games that remind you of Christmas that aren't festive. Yeah, my father wrote that a lot. Xmas. Mm-hmm. What the? So this was all about, I had a, I had a dream, much like Tom's probably having many, many dreams this episode. And I thought to myself, yes, when I play some games, I actually think of Christmas. Not because they're Christmassy. Quite often, exactly the opposite. But I got them around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And my memories of Christmas and that game or games I saw being played are so tightly interwoven that in my mind, they are inseparable. Devil May Cry. Why is that a Christmas game for you, George? Because other cousin, okay, was playing it at Christmas time on a TV. The same as he was the second Prince of Persia. The same as I'll always tie WWF No Mercy, the N64 wrestling game, into Christmas because me, Tom, other cousin, Tom's brother, we all played No Mercy ladder match, and it was fantastic. I'll also never be able to separate Ocarina of Time because I played that around Christmas time. And I took that on a TV and wide-eyed Tom got it for Christmas and I helped him navigate through the early parts of Hyrule Castle. And I should imagine that's forcibly interwoven that game into his Christmas memories too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Equally so. Donkey Kong 64 I had around Christmas time and also played into the new year. A time again where mine and Tom's family would gather around and rejoice at New Year's celebrations. And just before leaving to journey to Tom's house, to the big house where all the family were, I'd recently been playing Donkey Kong 64 and probably stormed in as a, a late teen 
clutching a bottle of Budweiser, explaining to Tom how Donkey Kong 64 cures <laughs> all ills and possibly AIDS if you play it for long enough. <laughs> I was a rabid fanboy of the N64 expansion pack, and to me, I'd never seen graphics this realistic in my life. Now I look at a polygonal mess of monkeys called donkeys walking around using bananas as ammunition. It makes no sense. But to me, that's a Christmas game. So, as always, we asked the fanboys and listeners and girls what they thought was their Christmas game that's not a Christmas game. But before we ask them what their Christmas game is that's not a Christmas game, Tom's probably now like mopping an eye. So, oh, all those times, all those memories, man. Jesus. I am. I am. It's making it me meant as much to warm. you as it meant to me. I thought I was awake. You are awake. This isn't a dream. This isn't uh, the Ghost yeah. of Christmas Past. Although that should have been the Ghost of Christmas Past. It was probably better than a cliched guy going, woo, <laughs> and hamming up some lines. Um, before we ask Tom, we probably need to give him a moment to dry his eyes, wake from his slumber, <laughs> rest the Scrooge character, because he's a method actor. He, he, he doesn't just pick up a character and put it down. He lives it. Bobby, what's your game that reminds you of Christmas? That isn't a Christmas game. Well, probably... So let me tell the story real quick. I got, like, in my, my last class of summer, on, like, probably like eighth or ninth grade, I got um, an 85 in math, and my stepfather, nothing else acceptable at all. Because I wasn't studying hard enough, I was playing too many games, so he actually smashed my Sega Genesis Whoa. And lots of games, like with a hammer. So I'm in tears. You know what I mean? I'm upset. That that same year, he he rebought me the Sega Genesis and all the games that he smashed. So like Comic Zone, I think. Oh my God, it was a bad year, but then Christmas made it feel good. Um, he got uh, NHL '94. It took him forever to find it, but he found it because that game was already a good what eight years old, nine years old at the time. Um. So that Sega Genesis, seeing it again in Christmas time, is like, wow, and I still have it. So to me, that Sega Genesis is probably more special than the, the original one I got. Because uh, that's just like, man, you know, he, okay, he went crazy. He broke it. He bought it again. He felt bad. It is what it is, right? And then I would say probably... Dude, dude just wait a minute, because... Mm. I... I'm sure Tom's as gobsmacked as I am because we've never had such atrocities, such almost Victorian-like levels of child abuse committed. But that's no, like, I, I think that's parenting done right. Yeah, listen, re, 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 reward, punishment. Well, listen here, neighbor. Reward. I'll come round with a hammer. Okay? And here's why. Here's why I was so upset though, because starting in the school year, I was like 65 and then everything else was good. 85, 90. Math, bro, is not good for me. Okay, I still can't add. So, um, when I got an 85, I'm like, wow, I got an 85. You're going to be so happy. When I brought the report, I'm like, bro, we did it. You know, we did it, baby. No, we didn't. We did, I wasn't good enough. I, I had to get a 90. He never told me to get a 90. He just said, get better. I thought that was great. 25 points improvement. Huge. No, no. So, that's it, man. I mean, I grew up in a Bronx Irish household. Okay. What wasn't child abuse, really? <laughs> you know it's just how it is though you know like you live and you learn i mean i think because of being raised like that i didn't get into involved in a lot of crazy stuff 
you know. But um, other than that, usually on every Christmas, either we go to my cousin's house. This is like early nineties, uh, middle, no, late, mid, late nineties. We used to go to my cousin's house, and they come to my house. And they, my cousin Daniel would bring a Super Nintendo, and he'd bring all his beat up games. And I have all my beat up games. I mean, me, my, me, my cousins, my sisters. My mom would play sometimes and we'd just sit down on Christmas time, like, you know, the time of year and just play beat em ups, uh, you know, all day. I think a beat em up's a, a, a great example of a game everybody can play, even as you say, the parents, grandparents mm-hmm. get involved, aunties, uncles, whoever wants to go can pull off a miraculous win sometimes with mm-hmm. a bit of button mashing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they're great fun. Um, good memories of Street Fighter and Tekken and various others. I've got Marvel another Christmas game that is a Christmas game, though, just mm. before I forget. Die Hard Trilogy. That game will be forever yeah. linked with me for Christmas because I think that's another yeah. game that came round the big house that we would, I would probably, bigger boy well, game. We, we got that at the same time, didn't we? But you had the light gun, I think, for part two or die hard two yeah uh, and i was, Pred- I, was wow. I think i had the predator light gun as well with a little light yeah. that went down the side of it that, that had a oh, dongle wow. that fitted in the saturn and it fitted in the playstation i think oh, really cool. nice. yeah i had the playstation at the time i got a saturn later but i had a playstation at the time and um as we've talked about on here, I sold all my Super Nintendo mint box RPGs, the whole bag of tricks up the river for a PlayStation 1 and a demo disc. And I think Destruction Derby, which I look back now, it's like, what an idiot, because you know I've always been quite respectful of my stuff, and that was all gone. And in its place was a, a, a pretty much an extended tech demo. But that later that year, I get a little bit muddy, because I don't know if it was that year or the following year that Die Hard Trilogy came out. It's probably the following year. And... Um, yeah, that was a great game. And, and and the light gun made it. Playing it with a D-pad pants. Yeah, the only thing I ever had was a Nintendo gun. The Zapper. I never had anything like that. You, uh, I think the, the light gun game... I don't know if we've done a show on light gun games. So maybe we should. The light gun game really came of age on the PlayStation. The Saturn had the Menacer, and there was about three games, and the Super Scope, the Nintendo, uh, the Snares had the Super Scope, and there was about probably two games. I think Yoshi's Safari, the game that came with it, Super Scope 6 game that was a pack-in, which was just basically a tech demo. And I think there was a couple of other games, but they were really obscure, and no one really had them. Um it would be something that you got for Christmas and mum and dad would have been like, well, he asked for that. He got it fair enough. And by February, it was gathering dust under your bed with the six triple A's going rancid in there and probably rotting your bedroom floor out. But you know, that's the sort of tat you get shoveled at Christmas. Um, Tom, before I go on a complete side segue of Christmas memories, before we do the honor of the listeners, we, we haven't heard enough from you, the A triple A list celebrity that you are. Tell us, your Christmas game memories that aren't festive games? Well, being a rabid fan of the show still, I uh, I posted mine on the Instagram, which anybody can do who's listening. Uh, visit our Instagram. Or, Ever sorry, professional. No, lo- no longer our Bobby and George's Instagram page, the unofficial controller podcast page. Let, uh, no, wait, can, let me correct you with yours, Tom. It was never, <laughs> listen, it was never yours. It was never Bobby's. 
And it certainly most definitely wasn't mine. We're the custodians of it. All that stuff is theirs. It's the listeners. It's their stuff. It is. It's not The ours. listeners' place to comment on the subject of the week or the feature of the week. Mm-hmm. I put my pennies worth in, as I usually try and do. Is that what I you're going to go with, though? You're going to go with twelve Zelda the Twilight Princess on the Wii. That's your best Christmas. Well, it's, it's, it's not my best one, but I wanted to go with something different because I think we've covered the... Uh, well, why don't I read that time. out? Why don't I read that out? Let me method act you. Tommy UK 73. I want modern memory. Buying buying a... Hang on a minute. By the way, I'm a Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, playing it most of my Christmas off break. I also received a nice bottle of aftershave and still have some left, which occasionally I will use to be transported back to Christmas morning, playing a new Zelda game for the first time. Can't beat it. A more suffocated Bane there, reading my comment from uh, <laughs> Feature of the Week. We should add uh, Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah, he is. He is the next Tom Hardy of <laughs> um, of Lincolnshire. I'm just waiting to get recognised. He is, yeah. He sends me his resume to pass on very often. Well, you know anyway, the big celebs, don't you? So you should yeah, I do, yeah. I pass them on. Pass I pass them on, on to... Uh, on. Yeah. So other than Twilight Princess, do you have any other... I was hoping we could bond over Ocarina of Time, but obviously that's not important to you. I think I've always linked... You always slate me for this as well. You're always like, oh, you need a Zelda game every Christmas to be happy. Well, I think... yeah, I just love a, a big action-adventure game for, for Christmas, and yeah. um, they usually deliver. Um, What's your I big action-adventure Ocarina... game for this Christmas? Cyberpunk, Ooh. hopefully. <laughs> Last year, was Je- last year was Jedi Fallen Order, which is a very, very underrated game. Yeah, that's a very, very I good. Think. That's a very, very good example of a Christmas game that you would like. It's, Cyberpunk, yes, is, yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to deliver you your kicks while yeah. you're inebriated on whiskey and you've got a food mm. baby brewing that's made up of turkey and stuffing. It's not going <laughs> to give you the Hollywood cutscenes and the. Uh, okay, I'm a bit nervous I'm, about that. It's yeah, a great game, I'm, I'm, as you can tell. I thoroughly recommend it, but. Hmm. Maybe I'll get um what's the the creature called? Uh Sackboy. Yes. I don't I'm think a that's a good game. Old. I think you should have say I think Mars Morales should have been your Christmas game. Yeah, but I got spoiled, didn't I? And the wife And was it's like, based well, at you, Christmas you've got as some... well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so it will be a great Christmas experience, that will. Yeah. Like Arkham I, I do wish I'd have saved it. No, Origins back. is uh, Christmas. Arkham Origins, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shall we do the next comment? Yes. Uh, the only rule that's been imposed since you've uh, not been around, you've been at the uh, penitentiary, is that Badabinkster Retro Gaming is, I have to method act and I, uh, an Italian man. And, and Bobolova now. Oh, okay. God, yeah, and Bobaloba, yes, yeah. I forgot, yes. So these are method acted now? Yeah. Yes, by me, yeah. okay. yes. I'm the celebrity you. now that you're not mm-hmm. around. I finally no, got idea, my time idea. to shine. Now well, there's been a now there's been a it never was like it, it was never like that at the school play, was it? We all know who got the lead role. Yes, that's why you were Joseph, <laughs> and I was Sheep 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
You better hit us up anyway, Bobby. Who we got next on the we list? We got Finch the Gamer. He goes, I remember getting a PS1 bundle with Crash Bandicoot and Tomb Raider for Christmas one year. Everything else took a backseat that Christmas as me and my sister didn't need the TV at all. We played them all day. Uh, to this day, both those games remind me of Christmas, especially with the opening level of Tomb Raider being in the snowy mountains of Peru. Wow. Now, I, I've got something to say about this. I got Tomb Raider on launch on PS1. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some, there's two memories I have of Tomb Raider. One mm-hmm. is the Sex Pistols album, never mind the, uh, the testiculars, mm-hmm. okay, which for some reason I'd fallen in love with and turned down the music on the TV and played that CD back to back while I was playing Tomb Raider. Really? And you may notice the eagle eyed is that the album art, the actual podcast album art that pops up when you're listening to the show is a riff on never mind the testiculars by the sex pistols. And I played that. And now I don't know it was towards the back end of the year. Maybe whenever it was, it was winterish time and it was snowing. And my mum actually drove her car off the road and me and my old man had to jump in a car and go get her. And the local farmer pulled her out of the ditch. Car was fine for some reason. Teakled out. No issues. Um, but yeah, that for me also as a, every time I play it, I can hear <laughs> the, the, the eloquent lyrics of the sex pistols. And also I can picture in my mind's eye, the, the depth of snow and the, that, you know, the radiator's on, but it's snowing outside. So I, I'm completely on board with Finster there. I, you know, I can't separate those two in my mind either. And two fantastic games, Crash Bandicoot, probably getting the, I think for many years, it was a bit of a, not a lost gem, because I think everyone played it and I think everybody had nostalgia for it. But when they did the Bandicoot trilogy re-release, I think people actually realized it was actually a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a, a platformer in 3D and it was faux 3D as well. So when Mario, Super Mario 64 came out, it was lost a little bit of its sheen because it was on rails like Pandemonium was. Mm -hmm. And it is nails. But like all platform games at that point in time, they weren't easy. Um, Up next, Tom, why don't you read out, uh, he's a man that you remember from back in the day, C. Pliskin. What's he got to say? Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction, because on Christmas Day, seven-year-old me got the case, but not the game. I was devastated. Thankfully, my mum got a disc for me the next time she was at Smith's, and somehow I never questioned the little Smith's tape around the disc. Uh, that that's, uh, you, you, you're definitely devastated after yeah, that. Yeah, that's horrible. That's uh, Ratchet and Clank Tools of, De- Tools of Destruction, I think it's the PS3. Is it the PS3 one? From memory. I'm not sure. See, I'm not. I always I miss the PS3. So, I'm, I'm another. Um, well, coming up is another new uh, elite member. He's in the Discord. He's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's everywhere. It's Graham C. He's not only that. He's a lovely man, and he's on Twitch. So, if you ever get bored and you see him pop up, get on there. Mister Graham C says this. My first one was getting my SNES when I was six stroke seven. Seeing Mario and Donkey Kong on the TV was cool, but my favorite memories was 2005. I just received my PS2 with LMA Manager 2005 and other games I can't remember. think one was Go Go Golf, but never mind. I also got a 14-inch yellow TV with VCR combo. I set it up after Xmas dinner, dad drunk asleep in his chair, my dear old mum asleep too. Me just glued to the game. Fast forward a few hours, looked up out the window, and it was snowy. Saved the game, woke up my mum and dad, 
went outside and had a snowball fight that ended up with all the street joining in. Now, that's awesome. Graham C doesn't yeah, just do Christmas right. memories. He possibly does the best Christmas memories. Because it paints that, a very nice picture. That is like something out of a TV commercial. Thank mm-hmm. you for that, Graham C. If I wasn't feeling festive before, I'm certainly feeling like... Feeling uh, it now. I'm feeling like me and you, you know, I draw you close to me, Bobby. I hold up the mistletoe. A little bit of man-on-man action. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's the effect. <laughs> you got to kiss what's... Yeah. No, no, no. You could, you could, you could kiss. It's, it's fine. I just recommend maybe through a, a piece of cellophane, you know. You yeah, but we're in a bubble. My only concern here mm-hmm. is that we're both asymptomatic and Tom's mm-hmm. going to go back into Rikers Island with a case of the old Corona. Yeah, that's okay. Then he'll get another, another, another uh, early release. Well, we might lose Big Rick. Hey, listen, it happens. Okay. That'd be I would be devastated. devastated. That'd be your, don't make out like you'd be devastated. That's like your eighth <laughs> other half. You get through them like yeah, John Collins I'm, gets through husbands and cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. It's the part of the Hollywood lifestyle, though, isn't it? Hey, uh, yeah. at, le- at least, at least, at least three husbands. Um, anyway, everyone has three. I just want to say a massive thank you to all the OG listeners and commenters who have stuck with the show for a long time, uh, and welcome to any new ones who are, I'm not aware of. It's uh, it's great to hear opinions new and old. I tell you what, you need to fall asleep and have revolutionary visionary visits more often because that was one of the most wonderful things you've ever said. And I completely well the Christmas spirit and the visits from the ghosts are slowly wearing me down <laughs> to be a better person. <laughs> okay, who's next? Uh RG two. Yes. Uh, Retro Gamer Thomas, he goes, I'm gonna show my age now a bit, but the Christmas I got my ZZ my ZX Spectrum 128 light gun action pack is one of my most memorable. Uh, memories i can't remember being uh nearly so brought to tears opening that present up it was all me and my mates talked about at school so to finally have one completely blew me away i love my spectrum and i still have one today it uh it's what introduced me to this fantastic hobby a few years later i got my master 2 system and found that where my mom had hidden it and managed to carefully open it each time she went out and played on my portable <laughs> in my bedroom <laughs> unfortunately by the time christmas came i had a i had completed the built-in game of Alex Kidd and the excitement wasn't there. Lesson learned. What a uh, frowned emoji. Guilt emoji. Guilt emoji. Shame on you, RGT. Maybe that's one of those sorts of... Uh, is a Red Dwarf style. Maybe that's one of those small things that actually taught him respect and that's why he's such a respectful person now. If he had never broken into it and been like, yeah, it's Christmas, I've got a Master System, brilliant Alex Kid, it's not all that. Maybe that's one of those things along the way that actually built the man that is RGT. Maybe him learning his lesson there and, and having those ramifications forced on him as a child made him more respectful as an adult. Maybe that was one of the stepping stones or the building blocks en route to the RGT, the man that we know and love now. 100%. What do you think about that, Tom? Have you ever... Well, I think we've all had a little sniff around for Prezies, but have you ever took it out of the box? No, I, no I've, I never wanted to spoil it. I don't know why I just never felt the urge to go and look. Um, as Question. if almost Christmas would be ruined. I looked. I was bad. 
you were a very naughty boy. I, I, I was corrupted later on in life, I think. I've got a question for you, Tom. Yes. Christmas. I do not know why, and I feel like you're the same. For some reason, I don't know whether it was our childhoods are too good or whatever, but Christmas, even now, even now, regardless of whether you've got children or not, even before they came along, Christmas somehow still carries magic for you and for me. Am I correct? Well, I can speak for myself and say, yes, it does. But I'm presuming for you, it's yeah. still carries this bizarre magic. Like winter comes and the, the music kicks in and you look forward to the turkey and all that. That's my, in my mind, I have this image or do you not really care? I've always been fortunate to have like a decent break over Christmas. Christmas, whether it obviously is school you do, but then going into work, I've always had a good break. Um, yeah, it's just a time just to relax and see friends and family and play a lot of video games in, in our sort of circles. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely still holds up. There was years where you're like, oh, just, I don't know. Definitely having children has, has made a bit of a difference again. Now to share that magic, hopefully, over the next few years. But, yeah, it's always been pretty important um, and special to me. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you someone else it's special to. Badabingster Retro Gaming. I'm going to have to go with Super Metroid. I remember the Xmas in 1994, sir, a special year because it was the year we lost the World Cup in the States, uh, United States of America, sir. They were against Brazil, the famous Baggio penalty, sir. Trophy, trophy, emoji. Uh, when we'd unwrapped the big box, he came in, sir. I was like, uh, what is this rubbish? This isn't Mario Kart. It, as I'd asked for that game that year, sir. However, once we put in the cartridge, uh, it was amazing playing with my dad and uh, helping me around the map, sir. As his English uh, wasn't great, uh, but mine, as you can tell, is perfect English, I'll say. Okay, haha, <laughs> we just pinned the box. It came along with it, the guide, sad face. I did forget, sir, but I did pop on and do the everybody stand up for the uh, Italian national anthem, sir. That's the flag emoji, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then sit down now, please, sir. Everyone from the national anthem for the Italian, sir. Yes, sir. That is by the Bingster's comment, sir. Merry Christmas, Bobby. And everybody stand up. Uh, everybody sit down for the Christmas, sir. By Buon Natale, sir. Come and stay, Bobby. Tutto bene, my friend. Tutto bene. Tutto bene. Tutto bene. Buon Natale. Buon Natale. Prego. 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 So that was... Well, uh, c- can you imagine that... Scorsese is wet. His appetite for more of that. I'm glad you put appetite in there because I was thinking... I didn't <laughs> think he was buttered that way, but he's obviously... <laughs> he, he, he's, it's, there's some dampness down there now. Um, Bro, I want to hear the Scottish accent, man. I can't, I don't know if, I, I just can't culturally appropriate a Scotsman. I just don't think I could pull it off. Uh, there's, there's many a collector, rabid fan collector now, who's spinning backwards in their grave that Badabingster and his Italian father massacred mm-hmm. the Super Metroid big box. Because you can't be a Nintendo collector unless you've got that oversized box mm-hmm. of Super Metroid with the guide and the book and the case and the manual and all that in there. And he binned it Christmas Day like it was just packing. (laughs) Get it gone. It's trash. A wonderful 
wonderful comment from uh, Badabingster. He wanted Mario Kart, but he got Metroid. Actually, do you know what? As good as Mario Kart was on the snares, I never had the fortune of playing Metroid in its prime. Um, I kind of wish I had. I kind of wish I had. But hey, there you go. Who's next? Comet Pictures 79. When I was a wee laddie in December 1993, passed my dad for a SNES and Street Fighter 2. He wanted to get me an Amiga and learn to code. He was probably right, but wanted the console. Raking one night before Christmas, I found it. To say I was excited would be an understatement. I kept raking and found the game. Street Fighter 2, you absolute dancer. I just wanted to hold the box, but upon doing so, I realised it was the PC version. Do you understand my dilemma? Do I keep it a secret, deal with the disappointment of having no games on Christmas Day, or do I fess up and take my dad's disappointment on the chin? I fessed up, and though he wasn't happy, we took the game and receipt, £27 it was, to John Lewis to get the exchange. The thing is, though, on the SNES, the game was £65. My My dad was not a happy bunny. However, Christmas was saved and set it up along with a transparent, unofficial controller and challenged my older brother to a duel. Now, I'm still pretty good with Ryu and Ken to this day, so I beat him in a fit of pique. He threw and smashed my unofficial controller on the fireplace. (laughs) At Christmas, what a lovely, loving, warm family occasion with bonds afford stronger in the fires of mounting controllers. (laughs) A man talented with words, as always. Uh, that transparent unofficial controller is, uh, I've got the, they did that pad, they did it with three buttons for the Mega Drive, and they did it with the, the full set for the um, for the SNES. And I've Tiny, got the Tiny Mega George, Drive. Tiny George, I must use the bathroom. You and Bobby will have to carry the show for two minutes. Unbelievable. Roger, copy that. <laughs> Another new listener, or, well, he's not going to get the clap. No. But he, he he's been asking, but he's back. He's, also, he was actually a champion, believe it or not. Yeah, he was. He was. But uh, King P underscore Icon seventy nine. I wanted to shout out was his birthday yesterday. Hmm. So happy, happy birthday, birthday. King GP Icon seventy nine. Yeah, uh, he he says uh, probably the OG Super Mario Bros reminds me of, of Christmas. I got the NES, uh, my first game system for Christmas in nineteen eighty seven, and I've been hooked ever since. Mm, wow. Okay. That guy's got fresh. He's got it all going on. There's mm-hmm. Christmas. He's got a mm-hmm. NES. It's the original Mario Brothers as well. You know, I like... Listen, I like Mario. I'm not saying I don't. I just really don't in, enjoy the first game. People, first people, people get mad at me for that. Listen, I mean, I get it's iconic and it helped pave the way. No disrespect. I just don't find any personal enjoyment. I love 2, 3, and the rest of them. I just don't I have the same that, love for um, the original. It's very raw, isn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Even it's as a very kid, raw. I didn't really enjoy it as much. By the time Mario 3 had come along, there was the cartoon to sort of flesh out the bat story. There was the serial. There was everything. Mario, the original Mario, especially on the NES, looks very raw. It's kind mm-hmm. of using that Jumpman um, font set from yeah. Donkey Kong. And they hadn't probably mastered the full ins and outs of what the NES could do really so it was the backgrounds weren't amazing the gameplay was very basic mm-hmm. the, the the graphical effects weren't dazzling by the time you played or well, two which is what doki doki panic or whatever it's called as you yeah. got in the states and then eventually 
you, you got your mitts on the lost levels and then three mm-hmm. came along obviously by the Nine time day. by the time three came along they were at the absolute pinnacle you know you yeah. could go is this the one where you can go behind the scenery yeah. in one of them yeah. and the secret areas and then you go on the overworld map and you can go in and play basically a slot machine with toady to get the mm-hmm. extra bits and bobs and you had the yeah. tails and the suits and you know really it was it was like a a real cacophony of all the ideas boiled down but as you say that first super mario is so raw i mean it's got that raw sort of twitch gameplay of i mean do you play is it against the rules to play a mario game without holding down the run button or is that how it should be played i i don't never let go of that run button exactly even on precise jumps, I just can't help it. I just have to. No, I don't jump. think anyone can. I jump and go left and right in midair to land properly. Well, all I had to do was just jump without running, but I can't. I can't do it. Mm. I make it hard for myself, probably. Yeah, I think everyone makes Mario hard for themselves mm-hmm. because you can't not play that game without holding the rundown. Yeah, exactly. But that game rewarded that because when obviously when you got up to a certain speed with the tail and then jumped and then amazing. Probably one Amazing. of the biggest hits in gaming. But, you know, there we go. Is Tom back from his trip to the toilet or what? I am back. Sits back there. I heard you breathing, which is something you must have picked up in jail because it's uh, it's I, very it's very menacing. Next I up, I wanted you to be here much. so you could get well, Scorsese. You know, back to Marion, real yeah. quick. First one. Okay, let's say it happened. Okay. Second one was a dream. And the third one was a stage production of the first one. Well, that's true, isn't it? Because it is all done um, with the curtains opening mm-hmm. and closing the scenes. So it is alleged that Mario 3 is a stage production. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? Of Mario. Fa- fascinating. I love I that. I just throw stupid trivia. You know, Adam inspired me, really. Absolutely fantastic. I love that conspiracy theory or, or idea. Up next, Tom, I wanted you back so you can get Scorsese on speed dial, much mm-hmm. like the end of uh, Back to the Future, where he's like, you want to you wanna hear something new? Listen to this. And he puts on Martin McFly doing uh, Johnny Be Good. I want you to get Scorsese on the phone as I say, Boba Loba just doesn't do the finest games. Comments. Boba Loba is the finest games commenter on the Unofficial Controller podcast. Max Payne. Laughing till I cry emoji. I distinctly remember being sat at the top of the stairs, playing it on the family computer, and being told to stop playing because my uncle had arrived. Dinner was nearly ready. So you want you want work with Scorsese yes. and work with M and S adverts on the TV? Yes, please. Yes, excellent. Yes. I'm sure I can hook you up. Boba Loba doesn't just do the finest comments in gaming. Boba Loba is the finest comment in gaming. New listener. Oh, I want that that voice to be like a commercial for butter because that was smooth, bro. <laughs> How are you still picking up new listeners when? Our audience is the world's population. It staggers. They can't. They can't all comment all of the me. time, can they? I yeah. suppose they can't. No. no, it's a very small edge of the filter. You see, it's a funnel. There's a lot goes in, but only the very finest comments squeeze out the bottom of it. So, ah, uh, okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Tom. 
Come on. It's Christmas. Retro time. Rich, 78. What are you doing? I need Have you clap. been in jail that long? He's a new, new listener. listener. Jeez. Louise. Retro Rich, 78, new listener. Sonic. That's it. Just Sonic. He doesn't need to say anymore. I, I, I want to know where it's Sonic 1, 2. Well, it, I would adventure. imagine it's Sonic 1, because if it had been 2, 3, or Knuckles, or whatever, Adventure, he would have written that, wouldn't he? If he's just written Sonic, friend, it's We're Sonic. We're going for Sonic 1. Okay. Yes. Up next, Stephen, a.k.a. the loveliest human being on planet Earth. I mean, there's a, there's a queue now of, of listeners that are lovely, but Stephen's probably always going to be at the front. A.k.a. wrote a thin of me on every social media you can imagine. He says, Diddy Kong Racing, specifically Racetrack Frosty Village. It screams Christmas to me. Take a look. And I did. I ha- and it does. Yeah. I had that at Christmas as well. It's a good game. I'll have to read this one because she's a fellow ginger. One thing I would say, <laughs> the adoption papers are through. I'm now legally his guardian. Awesome. Mm. I won't walk out on you like your real dad did, Ginge. <laughs> so Ginge Games Room, he says, uh, Canis, Canon edit. Played it for hours, and the seasons changed in the game to Christmas, throwing snowballs, kicking over snowmen. It was magical. Then all over the, then um, then all over a sudden the power went off. Then all of a sudden, I'm sorry, the power went off. Because he's, he, he's a Northern English guy. Yeah. So he's written how he Kinda, speaks. Yeah. And you know what? Me I mom. can't read. It's hard. So he wrote me bam. Didn't play the electric meter, and I lost all of my progress because I I was. Need to save the game. Too naive, I think he's naive. trying to tell us. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now, Canis Canum Edit, for our American listeners, obviously we're New York's biggest podcast. We're not just of gaming, anything. Rogan, he bows down. He gets his worn holes in his jeans, Rogan has, getting down and paying homage <laughs> to us as America's biggest show. Canis Canum Edit is the UK name of Bully by Rockstar. Oh. Because, do you know what? You can have a game come out where you play a kid in school, but to call it bully, that's not acceptable. But if you call it dog eat dog in Latin, that's fine. Bro, that blew my mind. I had no idea that was the UK name for that game. It makes, once again, the UK making zero sense. <laughs> As always. But I like it. It sounds more sophisticated. Uh, then all of a sudden the power went off because me ma'am didn't pay the electric meter and I lost all my progress <laughs> because I was too naive to save the game. And there he is, throwing in a curveball by using the quite eloquent word naive. Ginge hmm. is a mystery wrapped up in a, middle, uh, a riddle. Yeah. Who's next? Who wants this? You two can fight it out. Is it Tom? Tom's turn. He's done nothing but urinate and fall asleep, so probably best to to comment. Uh, game Racer. Let that Mark Five Thunder and roll. Much like Retro Gamer Thomas, I also got the Spectrum 128K action pack for Christmas back in the day. That was my first computer. Great times. That's a bit before my time, but I'm sure it was very enjoyable. You have some sort of strange fever dream about having a Spectrum 128K, though, don't you? I, I had something that took cassettes, and I just remember it being a waiting for stuff to load all the time. Teddy Rookspin. Probably. Probably. I could have sworn. 
I could have sworn. I don't know if we've had this conversation on air before or not, but I could have sworn you had a Teddy Ruxpin. What the toy? Yeah, 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 yeah. More than likely, or is it one of those things you thought I owned but I didn't? Every single one of those things that I thought you owned and you claim not to have has been proven that you did actually own. Oh, in the apartment, you found the the game collection. Everything I found it all. A box labeled things that I say that I don't have that I do. Okay. Full of all those games okay. and a Teddy um, Ruxpin. Do you remember you those WWF like wrestlers that were like you know mid size like pillow kind of like things you could wrestle with them? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've seen yeah. them. But they, they, did, they, you, they... did you guys have? There's like um, a creature addition to it. Like I forgot the name of the toy, but it was just the same kind of style, but like a wrestling creature. And you can like elbow drop him, and he would make noise and. I had one. No. I gotta Google it. I had a. I have to Google That's it. That's cool. It's. Uh, I had one of those because my sister had, had a Teddy Ruskin, and uh, we don't know what happened to it. My friend had the the Ultimate Warrior like wrestler that you could. They, they almost looked like they've been squashed a bit. Yes. Like, yeah. Like for, yeah. run over by a steamroller. If it's the ones I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. Before George, you desecrate this man's do you name, want to close we this call, yes, because you've ran <laughs> you've ran scared from his username. We just <laughs> know this is a young adult you man, young adult man. Young, that's yes, young adult man. that's what he calls himself on the Discord. So that's what we're going to call him here. If you're looking for his comment on Instagram, you might want to look for wan.gd30ce12. <laughs> it slips off the tongue. You know, I'm sure that's what his mum shouts when his tea's ready. Mine's going to have to be Banjo Kazooie series and Donkey Kong 64, my bro, both on the N64. My siblings and I would always play a certain level for each holiday, such as Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. We would also play Zelda Majora's Mask on Christmas Eve and beat it throughout the day, uh, throughout the course of the day since we had Christmas break. Man, those were real days. Well, that's a great to- idea. Sorry, that's a great idea, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. It's probably one of the better ideas. Yeah, it's pretty good. Set the set the clock going Christmas Eve and beat the beat the whole game over the break. Top thinking. Well, you better get on eBay and pull your finger out your backside, then, don't you? I must, yeah. Uh, laughing till he sweats emoji, hundred percent emoji, game controller emoji. Of no brand, just <laughs> non-brand game controller emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon it's a Stadia remote. More than likely, as uh, one thing hasn't changed, we're still a champion of the Stadia, the greatest place to play in 4K, Cyberpunk 2077. I think it's time for a nap. Well, Stingray, what do you want? Why, why are we in the apartment Christmas Day? Bobby, George, what are you playing? Looks like a retro game. We don't allow that in this apartment. Pixelated graphics, disgusting. You say come and play? I say very well then. Yes, why not? Let Bobby play with the controller that isn't plugged in. We will say how good he is. 
and you, George, I will let you both win. I think I see the point of Christmas. Sharing games with family and friends. Letting them win, especially the younger siblings. Yes, that is the way. Be a better person. Must be a better person, Stingray. Maybe we will tell the listeners what happened that night. The night the snow turned to rain. That's another game. No, 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 no. I will send a letter to Bobby and George next week, and they will read it out about what happened in the apartment when I disappeared. And they will realise I'm a good man. Tom, wake up. Tom. Ah. Tom, wake up. Yes. It's, if you can hear that sound, as he rips down Fifth of Maine, he rips down this wonderful boulevard here in America. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy about a friend all this week. These are the new release highlights for the week, December 14th to December 20th, 2020. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. Tom, what were you barbling on about? What's going on with you, friend? I've, I've come full circle. I really? Just, I remembered. I remembered what happened. But I, I've wrote it all down when I was when I was in the in the penitentiary, and I'll, I'll send a letter over to you and Bobby next week about explaining the events of what happened in the apartment, and I'll clear my name. Have you finally? Do you feel like you've this parole's done you some good? I do. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel the wind in my hair. Good food and drink, family around for Christmas, a great old time. Yes, this, this is, is the year for giving, isn't it? It it is. It this is. is the, I've never, I've never heard you speak like this. I'm so happy. It's almost like you've you've finally learnt your lesson. It's it it. One would say. If I dare be so bold, it's almost like a pastiche on Dickens' fine eloquence of the Christmas Carol. It's almost like you've come full circle. You've met your demons, past, present, and future. And now you've arrived here. The boot is popped. He looks on at you, mullet, bedraggled with grease. A Lambert freshly lit in his mouth permanently. And he says to me, without saying anything, He just raises his eyebrows because Stingray doesn't speak. He just transmits thoughts into your brain. He wants us to pick through what can only be described as a holy trinity of trash that he's brought for us. Because every other game has been deposited through Santa's sack, through the medium of a chimney, onto their Christmas piles. So we only have three games to choose from. Uh, We've got to pick a mummy mummy out of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, trifecta of turd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is which. I you know what's really funny, bro? What's you up? got the three of us today, and then three games only. It's Just weird, isn't it? Was, it's so well, I've I've come full circle, but I'm definitely not reading that first one. <laughs> I'll read I'll read that one out, and I think I might make that my mummy mummy. So. I don't know okay. about you two. You can I scrap think it's mine too. I think it's mine too. Okay, so mine and Bobby's mummy mummy is collection of saga, Final Fantasy slash chance to get on the bandwagon, Tom. 
Final Fantasy Legend on the Switch, <laughs> December 15th. The first Game Boy RPG to sell over a million units and the memorable first installment of the series, The Final Fantasy Legend. A title that gained popularity through its refined gameplay system and the journey through a diverse world, Final Fantasy Legend 2. A unique story that travelled across time and featured a new and innovative character levelling system, Final Fantasy Legend 3. Experience the origins of the Saga series with the collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend, the first complete port of these hugely popular titles. The collection includes new enhancements like high-speed mode as well as features unique to the Nintendo Switch, such as adjustable screen magnification, game screen background customization, featuring compatibility... <laughs> not doing so well. Or not. Featuring compatibility with, of course, handheld mode, but also with TV mode, and, to top it off, tabletop mode again the holy trinity furthermore this game also receives the nostalgia of playing the original by enabling vertical usage of the console after removing the joy con take your collection on the go with handheld mode share your journey with your nintendo switch in tv mode or remove the joy con and turn your nintendo switch vertically for a retro game boy experience you might have been intimidated by that Colossus readout, Tom, but I'll tell you one thing. You're now rubbing your hirsute chin, wondering to yourself, is this where I dive deep on Final Fantasy? Because I've got time to spare and money to burn. I don't know if it's for me still. Well, I don't that, know. I... Seeing Wait, as you on. love dirt trails, why don't you take the second one? Is this, your mummy, is this your mummy mummy? Uh, yes, MXGP <laughs> 2020, PC, PS4, Xbox One, December 16th. The official video game of the motocross championship is back. Jump onto your bike and let the adrenaline raise with the new gaming experience. Take control, discover what's new in this official series. I should have drunk more on the show really back in the day, shouldn't I? Um, the only times that you did, we had a real good show. Apart from that real bad one, what was it called again? Why do you have to bring it up, the backlog of shame? <laughs> backlog of shame, if any listeners want to... You were sober the, as a judge on that one. Hear the, hear the show completely derail. That's where you want to go. They don't know That's that, that wanna... actually happened for real. They all think that was just played for laughs. I had a few. Well, I text yeah. I I <laughs> both of you guys. He did. I was concerned. He did. He I'll did. tell you what, though, before I read this, Stingray just handed me what I was talking about earlier. It's my pet monster. I wonder if it was oh, my pet wow. monster, but he, my pet monster doesn't make noise. He just gave it to me. And you know what? It doesn't make noise. See, that is called the Mandela effect. I thought ah. I used to elbow drop it and it made noise. That was just my own imagination. That was the wind expelling out of your lungs as you winded <laughs> yeah. yourself after jumping off a six-foot <laughs> yeah. bunk bed. I had one of them. I just don't know what reminded me of it, but I remember I got that story on Christmas and I slept with it. I went to the store with it. No, no. Oh. I went everywhere with it. Here's Could a quick it? question before. Sorry, Bobby. No, no, go ahead. No, no, that was it. That was it. On the subject of uh, of retro toys, what to both of you are your non-video game favorite Christmas gifts or toys you've ever received? All right. Ooh. I'll let Bobby go first. Yeah, it's up there. So I had the whole um, He-Man mashed up the universe. 
that whole place. Oh there. wow! Yeah, the I castle. The castle, yeah, Castle Grey. Oh man, I had yeah. all that. That's nice. I had all those yeah, clothes. Yeah. I remember. Um, I don't know if it was if my father bought them individually with the case or just came in the yeah. case with a bunch of toys. The the Transformer mm-hmm. case I had. I had a bunch of GI Joes, uh, and then in the early '90s when the Batman animated series came out, my mom oh, got yeah. me, my mom got me the the Wayne Manor slash Batcave thing. Oh, that's cool. So that was that was pretty awesome. Those those are my memorable things right there. Oh, there it is. I've been <laughs> into Stingray's boot and I've actually pulled out a Mark. Let me have a look at this. Yeah, man. Let's have a look at this. So here he is, Bobby. I can't see it. I Your can't... childhood toy. That's I've it. reunited with. Whoa! He, he yeah. confesses to me that he's received far too many elbow drops to his solar plexus, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he can never forgive you for that. So he'll yeah. never want to be your friend again. <laughs> He can forgive, but he can't forget. Bless him. Uh, George. Optimus Prime, G1. Optimus Price. Optimus Price? Optimus Price. (laughs) That's the cheap version. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I got. Um, I was a bit too young. Or possibly the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Both great efforts. What was Um, yours? Mine would probably be. Uh, a big box of um, from my nan and granddad a big box of mask toys all boxed probably from a car boot but that didn't matter don't bother me they were great me and my brother played with them for hours fantastic uh, I, I don't remember which ones I think there was the one that was like an F1 car where it turned into a bit of a firefly vehicle, firefly and uh, loads of others in there and Tied with probably the Jurassic Park Jeep. Uh, the Did you not get the uh, Ghostbusters one. Fire Station HQ? Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. No, how did I? I definitely remember getting the backpack and the gun. That was a very sought-after gift in the UK in, of that year. And I did manage to, well, parents managed to grab one of those. High Pocket Monster. This is totally lost on Pete on the listeners because they haven't got the video, so they can't yeah. see me and the well, pocket monster awesome. bonding. Um, we should do a video one one day on YouTube. Yeah, we should. Wow. Is that the next thing to get you out of retirement? Is it, Tom? It get is, mate. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the hair. Undertaker. Yeah. I'm Once like you've had enough whiskeys, you can convince like... yourself you're anything. Um, before we head out, and we wish you. Um, you better lead, read the last game. Oh yeah. On the yeah. Oh, do uh, I have to read it, it out? Was, I'll do it. When okay, the pass, it, when the pass was around for the Switch, uh December sixteenth, uh PS4 December seventeenth, and Xbox One December eighteenth. Uh when the pass was around is an adventure point and click puzzle game about love, moving on, letting go, and the joy and pain of everything in between. See automatically when I saw joy and pain, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want that early, you've got to get yourself a Nintendo Switch because that's mm-hmm. the home to all the great games first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we've done our mummy mummy. The other thing we need to do is a VHS pick. Yeah. Then someone needs to reassemble. Somehow we've got brain graphs of what Tom's thought during his dreams. Somehow we're going to have to stitch that together into an audio podcast. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, if you're listening to this, you the show's already out somehow. So that's remarkable. You'll have made it work. You'll have made it work. I can uh, 
Trust in your editing abilities. I'd have gone into the trust fund that you left behind for the show before you got incarcerated. I'd have used three quarters of what's there to throw at the wall, and I'm sure something would stick. Well, as Scrooge gave to Tiny Tim, I give to Tiny George my black book of celebrity and producers, directors. There you go. Take that. You're so kind. Thank you. Ascend the A-list and become the podcasters you were born to be. Wow. Wonderful. With a send-off like that, one can only imagine. Before Stingray pops his boot and disappears, we need to pick a VHS. Mine's going to be Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore, Santa Claus himself, <laughs> and uh, John Lithgow. Probably oh, for me. Oh, he's great in that. The, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we left everything by the we left everything by the uh, the radiator in the lab. Uh, busy. Uh-huh. Just get to the point. You're going to make me say, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Make me sound like a complete idiot. I mean... John Lithgow in that is absolutely amazing. For me, Christmas doesn't begin until I've watched that. For me, that is Christmas. I got taken to see that as a child. Um, the year I got my Optimus Prime as well. That's cool. And that double whammy, double triple whammy, in my opinion. Um, so that's my pick. Thank you, Stingray. I shall take that on a worn VHS with a cigarette burn in the top right corner. So I know it's the very one. Bobby, what's your VHS Christmas pick? We got the Gremlins. Awesome, oh, classic, classic. Every I cannot time. watch that with it being Christmas. It can't happen. It, it raises it another level. Yeah, every it does. time. Tom, I remember my mom literally spit coffee all over herself because we've seen it a million times. But for some <laughs> reason, that one year when the lady fell down the staircase on the the lift, yeah, it just made her laugh even more, and she just spit out. <laughs> It made it even funnier. We had it pause and we had to stop the movie because you could not stop laughing. Beautiful. So that was pretty funny, yeah. So, Tom, the game's been raised. Each level, it's gone up. It's now down to you to pick the third game, third VHS. What's it going to be? A man taken far too soon. Father Ted Christmas special. A classic, if you're a fan of the series. I don't know if Bobby's ever seen it. Mm-mm, no. Okay. Check it out. It's about some Catholic priests on a small island in Ireland, mm-hmm. <laughs> a small parish, <laughs> and it's uh, it is a comedy series, but it is pretty funny. And they did a Christmas special. I think it was pretty well done. Wonderful. So yeah, that's mine. Well, with that, Stingray is gone. I think uh, we're going to move down to the lobby. As we walk down there to listen to the carol singers, I shall ask you two gentlemen what you're hoping to play. Uh, well, I'm going to finish that. I'm just going to play that until Christmas and see what, what Santa brought. Okay. That's what you're hoping to play? Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably just keep playing Cyberpunk until I pop the credits. I'll be absolutely honest with you. I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, Tom? Before we go downstairs, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down there, give you some mauled wine, probably take you over the two times over the legal drive limit. We were told by your parole officer not to let you go that that drunk, but you know what? We love you. Thank you for everything you've done for the show. Appreciate it. Um, you set us on All the right. course like Christopher Columbus. You found the uh, new land, and now we're populating it by murdering. And uh, no, we weren't going to do that to the Red Indians. Uh, um, <laughs> Anyway, we're doing a podcast. 
uh, and we're murdering people's ears on a weekly basis. So there's some sort of cinnamons there. What's your gaming week going to involve you and Big Rick? It won't be. <laughs> it wouldn't be me with that playing a bit of Overwatch, would it? I still play that on a regular basis. Uh, uh, that's what the Ghost of Christmas past should give you a warning about, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely is. Um, yeah. Overwatch, uh, Demon Souls New Game Plus, try and get a few more trophies on, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I'm, I'm revisiting uh, Jedi Fallen Order after we discussed it the other day, after watching an episode of The Mandalorian, the last one this week. I'll not make any Mainstream spoilers. Mainstream as ever. <laughs> Literally installed it as soon as I'd watched that episode. Well, I was, uh, if no, I get, no I'll confess, me, if but... I get, um, cause I got about two thirds of the way through it with James work experience boy. And, yeah. and I wanted to play more, but it was kind of our game, but now he's drifted off to other games and everything. So I might reinstall that on the plus five. Oh, it's it's awesome, bro. And, and, and play it from the start it again. Um, it, it, brings, it, it, it really screams Star Wars to me, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, it's great. On the PS5 as well, it, it looks great. looks really good. Um, I'm excited to play through that again, really. Um, there's that PS Plus collection as well, which I might dabble into. I never know what to go for. Oh. I know uh, you've reckoned Until Dawn would be quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Resident like Evil 7 does interest me, especially with the sequel on the horizon. Monster Hunter 2, I'm excited. I want to check that out, actually, I do. I played, me and George played a bit of Monster Hunter World. I revisited that when I got the PS5, but it's um, it's just, there's, there's almost a, an abundance of stuff to play at the moment, so we're mm-hmm. quite spoiled. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, Legends, uh, like the multiplayer mode, I'll probably double into now. They've got those new armor sets that look pretty cool. They are available till end of January, I think, and then they're being taken off. So It's mid-January. Oh, is it yes mm-hmm. i don't know if you're awake um, in the news or whether it was a figment of your imagination but it was certainly more, more than likely um more than likely yeah that's about it for me okay um, well with that let's go outside you can give the young uh young lad there with a holding a copy of sonic he wants you to sign a retro game of course of course now you've changed you no issues yeah. at all uh, yeah. and we gather around a glass of mulled wine we toast the year we say thank you to our listeners. Me and uh, Bobby yes. will probably knock out a show over the festive period. We might might call it something later, like our game of the year. What's yours? And don't to. forget the reveal of what went down. Oh, and to those who are even remotely interested in the law, which I should imagine is probably two of you, um, <laughs> we'll have the <laughs> we'll have the full on air readout of what seemingly happened to get Tom incarcerated um, in letter form because I'll in, be back inside okay a confession from you which I might change to be something completely different uh, you can do as you wish I shall and uh, with that <laughs> let's gather around as they sing Silent Night on a and it's just starting to snow you oh, couldn't ask beautiful. for any more Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's all the time we have for this for this week listeners as always thank you for your time we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week until then happy gaming and remember there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller it's what you do that, that counts see you guys Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas Merry Christmas
Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so. It's George here from the Unofficial Controller Podcast. Just taking a moment to, first of all, thank you for listening. It means a hell of a lot to us. Secondly, every week we bring you free content, the latest news, the new releases, a feature of note, normally something to do with games or gaming past, be it one of our history of documentaries or an insight into the industry itself or how games have affected us as people. Yes, we incorporate you, listeners, into that. All we ask is that you drop a little comment on our post on social media and you can get featured on the show. Hey, do you know what? You may even win a prize. The only charge for this is zero pounds, zero pence, zero dollars. That's right, no money. But All we ask is that you like, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you found this show And if you're feeling a little bit cheeky, tell a friend, get them to do the same. We have a Discord that's free for you guys to all join in and get involved in. And the community on Instagram and Twitter is alive and thriving. So don't be a lonely gamer. Make yourself known. Thank you. And now it's time to begin this week's entertainment. Take care, guys.